Hello and welcome to Health. Let's chill out and get real. My name is Lara Jezef and I will be your host. Hello. Welcome to the latest podcast. Today I'm actually not talking to myself. I actually have a special guest with me. I'm going to introduce him for now. His name's John Juan. He's a dad. He's got a little boy called Sonny. He's a Safa. He's from South Africa. And he's living in Australia. Australia. And he's a good friend of mine. And uh, welcome. Welcome, John. Say hi. Hi. Thank you, Laura. (laughs) Thanks thanks for coming. Yeah, no, uh, I'm very excited see what you have to ask and all your little friends and your entourage yeah i know i've asked out a loads of mums on this facebook group for you that's fantastic i'm so excited <laughs> i don't know if I you see can the sense eye, the eye sarcasm yeah. yeah no so we're going to get a lot of banter and sarcasm yeah. from john what what's the reason you think i asked you to be a guest on here why you, you as the dad rather than someone else as a dad uh maybe because you think i i'm not scared of holding back i don't know yeah, is is yeah, that true? true? I mean, yeah, that's true. what I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, and your muscles. Muscles, muscles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> but, but this is, uh, I have a single pack at the moment. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, I don't do six what packs. Happens? Nah, I only want one. one just pack. a keg. I think it's being greedy if you have six pack. So just yeah. having one is good. No, it's just a pack. Just a pack. Well, I'm getting a six pack. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I saw that at the beach the other day. Wow, this. Oh, I was insane. I saw that from the, from the other side of the pier. It was, it was like reflection off the sea. <laughs> okay, I want to talk to you about becoming a parent for the first time. Yep. What was going through your head when you first had Sunny? Um, I was, it was like, it was, because it was in the morning at 7 o'clock, um, you're talking about like when we realised this is the moment. Yeah. Well, it was 7 o'clock, in the, it was actually earlier, like 3 o'clock, um, when Kylie broke her waters. And mm. I was like, that's fantastic. I don't have to go to work today. Nice. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually didn't. We just like chilled all day. And nice. she had her contractions from, slow contractions from 7 all the way through to 7 at night. So mm. went to Henley Beach and went to... Swedish tarts. It always happens there. Apparently, it? yeah. Swedish so tarts. I know you. My water's broken. Swedish tarts. Oh, and she started her first major contractions nice. in Swedish tarts. But we thought we'd first finish our, our lunch because yeah, we yeah. knew we were. Because um, you are the chilled couple. Oh yeah, there's no point in like rushing and getting <laughs> done. Um, but yeah, I think Claire was another one that just uh, she, she really used Swedish tarts well. to uh, get things going. Apparently, um, I don't know if it actually worked, but everyone yeah. seems to be going there now. So. Okay. But I think you and Kylie just copy each other as well. So. Yeah, she literally copies me. Yeah, it's right. not the other way around. Is that why she's yeah. also got a six-pack? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, when Sunny came out, mm. what were you like? Holy, oh, no, I've like, got a child. Yeah, so it was a bit crazy. Like, the first... Like, the first... The hour that he was coming out and getting born, we had a lot of, I guess, trauma with our midwife. Mm. So, it was, like, relief was the first thing and I, I can like I was pro- proper emotional like mm. pretty like excited and sad and like not sad but like teary and stuff yeah. like this oh. and I was like this is amazing like and I, the first thing I did was write this out the time now is 104 and well. 32 seconds I wrote that in my hand <laughs> because they like I said you, you weren't happy with midwife were you no not at all no oh, no 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 <laughs> I, I won't mention names but if you ask me personally I'll tell you okay. reason, do not ever go there no. if you can avoid that because I, pr- I could probably give you more advice yeah anyone who's interested in knowing that name will uh, let you know yeah <laughs> <Is this thing laughs> <in>? yeah 
shame. It's called bullying. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. But yes, we will tell you. <laughs> Steer clear. Yeah, but it was pretty scary stuff that um, hour when he came out. Like his heart rate went to half, and yeah. it was he was kind of stuck a little bit as well. And she had no idea what she was doing. She until someone uh, one of the older midwives came in, they put like heart rate monitor and like realized his heart had completely slowed down sure. and gone to half. Yeah. So they pressed the emergency button, and she was like, "Oh, I was about to do that." I'm like, "You've been you? like this for ten minutes, you weirdo." Um, yeah. So it was just. Ugh. No, I, I didn't even want to go there. But anyway, I remember the first thing was like completely relieved, like just so excited. And I remember, fuck, you're ugly. Holy oh. shit. <laughs> it was a little alien fucking thing. Like it was... Wait, his face. Oh, he's just alien. Oh, funny face is never pretty. Like, he always has that face. Oh, he squeezed the... Yeah, well, I don't know. But, well, imagine that. You go squeeze through a little fanny like that. You've got to have a consistently resting bitch face for the rest of your life. What did you say? He was like, like um, clawing out... Oh, he, okay. Wolverine is way out. His yeah, hands were stuck to his head when he came and out. And he had really long nails, didn't he? Yeah, so wrong nails. Yeah, so old mate had a, a good time. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely felt the cheese grater going oh, through there. Poor little, poor little boy and poor Carly. Oh, he was fine. His nails were just like slicing through. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he took about another hour after that, after he was born, where they kind of recovered him a bit and put him in their little incubator and um, try to get his breathing regular again because he wasn't breathing properly either yeah. and his nose was flaring and I don't know what all but yeah so the doctor was really good and the other midwives were really good so I was with Sonny in the incubator yeah uh, well I wasn't in the incubator but uh, he was <laughs> wow. I was watching yeah big incubator you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just put him back you inside know. me and that was incubating <laughs> yeah um, cuddles yeah exactly and um, but, uh, she was then then they were busy operating on her and fixing her up and then oh, like, okay. within an hour so we came back again and yeah, no. But we did first have that skin-to-skin contact, which was, like, insane. It was just, like... I, I think that's just, like, crazy how you see something like that come out and, or, or there. It's like, hold on. Just 30 seconds ago, you weren't there. Mm. But now you're here. And now it's, like, 45 seconds later, but you weren't here 45 seconds ago. And now you're here. Like, two minutes past. Like, oh, two minutes ago, you weren't here, but now you're here. So surreal. It's mental. It's mental to see, think, like, just... There it is. Like, I know it's... For nine months, it's busy incubating inside you, but, like... You don't see it till you see it. Yeah. Like as as I guess as a dad or a male, I guess. Yeah. You don't feel him where Kylie had been feeling him all this time and mm. I guess shared emotions, I don't know what all they yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. When that comes out that This is your first touch, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, my first touch, yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you did skin to skin. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't think many men do it but I don't know if they don't do it just because they don't know about it mm. or they're just not given the choice, so they just don't want Well, to. I think I got him first before... Hang on a minute, Kylie, I'm just going to get <laughs> no, my No, it was actually out. more an emergency situation. Like, okay. um, yeah, he, he kind of, like, fell. He popped out, pretty much. And oh, no. He, I remember that night. And one of the, the other midwife kind of, like... It just went into his hand. Oh, no, it actually went into the midwife's hands that we don't like. Anyway, it went into her hands, and I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> of all people in this world. Yeah. Anyway, so she kind of handed him over while they were busy doing the... grabbed him, just... Yeah, while they're doing the umbilical cord, and I was like, "Just come here. We're safe here, yeah, I promise." <laughs> and then, like, once he was all freed up and stuff, then we get him to Kylie. Like, mm-hmm. so it wasn't just a case of like, "Give him to me. I'll go first. Um, it was just, it was just so. It just so happened. Yeah. That there was no other choice. Like, it's super quick, isn't it? Anyway, what happens? It was so like, fast. Okay, all that stuff that happened. Like, so fast. Yeah. But it was, it's it's a surreal kind of like moment, I guess, or or event. So yeah. I remember initially I was like, oh, yeah, I'm interested. I want to see how all this happens. Like, this is cool. Did you go down the end? 
Oh no, I was right up there with Kylie yeah. because she we we were in so many different positions and stuff like this, and so I was face to face with Kylie when it was all happening. Mm. Um, like at the moment, yeah. Oh, just yeah, she would have collapsed if I wasn't there. Like she was like on her knees and just like shivering, and she was actually the midwife that we said we didn't like. She's like, oh, just stand like so and so, and then the other one come came in. And was like, you're using more energy standing. Just go on your knees and just crouch over, and just there and then just Boom. came out. Yeah. Nice. So he was, instead of hanging out there and Kylie trying to use energy to push and to stand and hold herself up, the other midwife, they, well, they both experienced, anyway, the other one came in and said, uh, go on your knees and just crouch over and... Just push him out. Yeah, yeah. And, and it wasn't What seconds. are you doing, Kylie? Come on, just push him yeah, out. Yeah, well, no, she knew this other <laughs> midwife was up to no good. Well, she just knew... This doesn't sound like. like she was very aware... Maybe she was brand new to the job. No, she was not. That's the problem. We really? Have. No, she it wasn't like a trial situation. It was. She's been around for for a long time. You know, talking about that, how Kylie was like shaking and she needed you there. How we just spoke about before I started recording the podcast. How you said that you don't believe <laughs> giving birth is painful, as painful as other things. Well, yes. And I was we just going to say really you to make sure topic. you say it correctly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I can never compare myself. But I would love to hear a comparison to someone that has broken... I'm not talking about a finger because I've broken many fingers and I don't think that's all. Um, but I'm talking about, like, a, a fibia or, yeah. a, or a femur. Or have you seen Vikings where they bloody eagles? Oh, uh, bloody eagles. That yeah, that's pretty bad. so painful. But the adrenaline, though. Like, surely, it's, it's like when you burn. They say it's the first, like, minute or so that you feel pain. After that, your cells are gone and, and your adrenaline's just rushing, rushing everywhere and you stop yeah. feeling pain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would really love to hear from someone that has broken a serious bone, like I'm talking about tibia, fibia, yeah. f- oh, sorry, femur, tibia, femur, yeah. or like, like your upper arm or something like that. And who's also and giving, giving birth. birth yeah. And just say, yeah, okay. And I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like, where it's like a hundred hour crazy procedure where yeah where you get to where you came out, out and it's like yeah. yeah exactly like I'm talking about like a normal birth like mm-hmm. like every accident like I'm saying as well like you you break a bone or get injured there's variations of it like you can yeah. break a, a femur which is pretty hardcore yeah um or you can break a, a finger which is not as bad as breaking a, a, a your femur mm-hmm. so I would like to hear that yeah personally I would yeah. I, because I genuinely think. I, I still think childbirth can't possibly be the worst pain on the planet. This is just what I think, so don't judge me. And we're all allowed <laughs> Feel free to um, ask your questions. You can <laughs> do voice recordings on here. I'll leave it in the description for you. Um, I kind of agree with you because when I was talking to you about hypnobirthing and how you're, you're trained in feeling calm and the more you stress out and freak out, the more tense your body is, the more pain you feel. Mm. But it doesn't help that mums are told that you're meant to feel pain, you're yeah. meant to take drugs, and it's just how the how you're told. Yeah, you pre- in your mind. Be. So in your mind, you think pain, yeah. but if you're actually told it's not painful, it's like just how would things be different? I think I so. Like you're it. right. It's it's like in your mind, and it's like I said to you as well. Um, it's always been like that. People prepare you. It's going to be sore. Like they tell yeah. you. Go inside there, be prepared, it's going to be sore. You yes, and I'm sure it is. So I saw Kylie in a lot of pain, yeah. like that hour or two before Sunny went in, when she went to proper labor. Yeah. She was vomiting all of the shop and stuff like that. But I, I've, 
from the pain or the pressure or pain or whatever. But I've I've seen that on I, I play rugby, so I think oh most yeah, of it's the a rugby guy, everyone. Yeah, not that I've seen it, but I coach a girls' team as well. And last year we had a girl that broke her tibia just below her knee, snapped it in half, and it was the same situation: vomiting everywhere. She yeah. was in panic, in shock, and she, the pain was so severe. So I've seen that same kind of reaction. So, but I'm not I'm not saying childbirth isn't painful i'm just saying i don't think it's the most painful thing in the world i was saying normally we're, oh, we're never gonna find this out no i won't anyway that's no, for sure no man's gonna be like actually unless if we break a tibia can we break a tibia and you can tell okay. us okay we'll do that on our next podcast Ooh, a sledgehammer. <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> okay i want to know what your upbringing was like because like whether you mirror that upbringing uh, now or is it completely not. Black and white, like black and completely white. different. I think, yeah, it's black and white. Yeah. Um, for me, I didn't have what you'd call a normal upbringing, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I grew up with a very violent stepfather. Mm-hmm. He used to, he, he was an alcoholic. He used to beat the crap out of us all in the house. Yeah. I think my sister kind of followed that route for a while, like being a bit of an alcoholic and aggressive when she got drunk and violent and very but uh, yeah so she's kind of changed her ways two years ago but besides that now so that's how i got brought up i didn't really have a father figure as such mm. my mother and my grandmother were my two i guess my examples in life and so my philosophers um yeah if you call that um mm. i never yeah i never had a father figure as such that could teach me how to use a hammer or how to do this or how to defend myself if mm. when getting bullied or whatever you know yeah. it was all I think I was quite feminine growing up in terms of like being a bit of a softy I guess um, I think so do you think that's helped mold you now as a parent oh surely like everything that you do in life molds you but it's also all about decisions in life yeah you know? um, like I think initially my sister's got a new baby now it's exactly the same age as only by a week and she's completely different to him to what he, she was with the previous three kids um because she stopped drinking and she's changed her life and everything like this and she, you know she's like two or seven years like completely sober and Amazing. the way she's bringing him up it's maybe a better example to use her mm. compared to the other kids where i'm not going to say neglect but like it was definitely my mom helped a lot there i think again i'm not in south africa so i can't really say exactly what happened but i can definitely tell this whole big difference in her motherhood, the way she is with Jock, as it's called, uh, her son is called, uh, to Jason or Tyler or even Lexi, her daughter. Mm. She is definitely different with Lexi being the girl, but like definitely Jason and Tyler were completely different, like raised compared to little Jock that she's got now and her being completely sober. But see, that's a choice. Your choice, your life choice has changed, so the way you act automatically changes. Yeah. I think. So what would you say, your, how is your parenting style model? Do you model it on anyone or do you just oh, rock up? Oh, this sure, is how I, I do things, mate. Rock up, rock up. Yeah, exactly. That is kind of your, <laughs> your way though. Yeah, Chills, I just, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, think, I think both kind of are pretty laid back in terms of like parenting. Um, we're pretty strict with him in terms of like when he gets like, when he starts hitting things and biting things, you know, we tell him off and like we shout him quite stern with him in that uh, term or in that sense Mm. Um, but we definitely I think we're both very I want to call it blase but very yeah we're chilled and laid back well it doesn't 
if Sonny does something, it doesn't like if let's say he um, starts crying, we don't just overreact and just jump onto it. We just mm. let it go a little bit. Um, I think we both do that, and I think it helps a lot that we kind of both each other do I think because we're very similar in the way we parent him I think okay cool I think so that was like my next question actually because it's if you're are dads in general or you given your own space to be a parent to allow them to be raised from both of you because yeah. often it's the mum who creates how they want to bring up their child it's a common thing I think this is actually quite funny um, before Sunny Kylie was very, very unmaternal. Like, she, like, you put a baby in her hand, she didn't know what to do. She would be like, <laughs> What is this little... Like, I'm holding a toaster, yeah? <laughs> what do I do with this toaster? <laughs> you know? Were you different? Oh, completely different. Like, mm. like babies and kids and stuff naturally just attract, like, attach to me and yeah. I can play with them and I, I, I engage with them. And, um, yeah, so, but, like, with the kids and stuff, they're quite, she kind of quite good, but she wasn't very maternal at all. Mm. The second Sunny came, she just completely naturally changed and it was like, but I, I think, yeah, she, she always just trusted me. Like, I, I, since the word go, I was always putting Sonny to bed and always showering him. Um, like, the first week he went, I, I gave him his first bath and shower, yeah. or shower even. Um, and I still do to this very day, like, 99% of his showers I do. And yeah, we we shower him, together. You give him massages as well, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I do. So I like, rub his, when he's, when he's um, yeah, yeah. So, like, during the bed, bedtime routine, or even in the shower, yeah, I kind of rub his shoulders a bit and stuff like this. And... When we go to bedtime, oh, maybe not lately, the last few weeks or so, but like, I, I still do, but a bit of fix on his tummy and you just rub it in and on his shoulders and you put like a, this, oh, it's called mugu cream or whatever, just all over oh, his yeah. face and it just helps like oh, for all sorts of like nastinesses on his face and yeah, I do that and I, I do a whole bedtime routine and uh, the other day Kylie tried to go and she's like, how come he's always, he's, how come he's always kicking off when I put him to bed? I was like, because you got to make it fun, you got to go out there and... Like, I, I've made up um, how much is that dog in the window. I've made my own song now. It's like, how much is that sun in the window? Oh. How much is that sun in the window? And then I, when I do woof woof, I shake him. Like, I swing him. <laughs> and then, shake your baby. <laughs> well, it's more like a swing. So, it's like, a, like his little legs go like a rag doll. Like, woof woof. <laughs> the one with a happy smile. You know, so that's the end of it. And then, like, then I like, ha, 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 ha. We laugh and then we kind of bounce and then we both laugh about it. Okay. Then I put him in the change table and we, like, we do heads. So, we touch heads. And we go nose, and then we touch noses, and you go woo like like a hangy Eskimo head. kiss, isn't it? Yeah, or a hangy, even like the Maoris do that as oh, well. Okay, yeah, yeah, so they like rub their noses, so we do that hangy or, or not hangy. Hangy is a feast. Yeah, Eskimo <laughs> kiss. Something. Let's just call it an yeah, Eskimo kiss. <laughs> yeah, so you do the Eskimo kiss, and then um, and then we do Eskimo kiss, and then I, I I give him kisses, but like on his neck and his chest and stuff, and he just laughs himself to death. And I got criticised before. Um, long time ago, like, oh, you shouldn't make him laugh before he goes to bed. But I think you should, because it makes him happy and chilled and relaxed and like, okay, this is fun. It's giggly time. It's happy time. It's, we get to play a little bit. And then he sits in my... Um, it works for you. Cause well, it works for me. amazing sleeper. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. So if it, if it works for me and it doesn't work for other people, I'm not saying my method is right. I'm just saying it works yeah. for me. Um, go in my little rocking chair and sit there with him and like, give him his milk and then like I try and put him to bed while he's awake and then put him in bed lie him down there and I just like tap him down or like I like stroking his head as well mm. um, like these eyebrows like just above his forehead and stuff and he loves that and or even just putting pressure on his chest like putting my hand across his chest and wrapping my hand around his shoulder mm. just putting pressure down there and like a slight tap and he just loves it and then even then I just leave the room while he's awake 
And then sometimes you'll moan and whinge, and then other times it just goes, I moan and whinge, and I just leave him. Because yeah. I know he's, he's fed, he's happy, room temperature is yeah. correct, whatever. Um, and I just leave him. So he's not moaning because he wants more attention, or he's overtired, and I just know he's full of shit, so I just leave him. <laughs> 20 minutes later, if he's still moaning, I'll, I'll mic him, okay? Yeah, he's <laughs> one like, of us oh, will mate, go, and, go to sleep. Well, yeah, so one of us will go and check him out and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, we give him 15, 20 minutes when we put him down to see what happens. Generally, is the rule of thumb. It sounds brutal, but like, fuck it, it works. Twelve well, yeah, hours exactly. sleeping. I think it's important to like create your own style of parenting mm. and do what works for you. And mm. um, it's all well and good listening to all of the advice, but yeah. you can take it on, you can listen to it, and just pick out what works for you. I think I don't think there's such a thing as um, advice. I don't think people should take advice. I think people should listen to all the things, try everything until something works. Like, Someone said to me what you'd need to do is rather than being a sponge and taking everything on you need to have a bucket fill that bucket with all this information and take out what, what works for you exactly I that, well you've just said that what i said in different words yeah okay i think so anyway <laughs> <laughs> listen to everyone and just do what you want and make it work for you um but my way is mo- most definitely not i'm not saying is the right way or everyone should follow it or copy it but give it a go if you want to hmm. um well, it might help some people might, give some yeah, ideas absolutely. again yeah absolutely um I actually had a comment from, um, I took it from last year, Elon Musk came out um, at the end of last year saying, um, well, babies are just eating and pooping machines, you know. Um, right now, there's not much I can do. The mum has a much bigger role than me right now. I want to know what your thoughts are, because that was actually a question from one of the mums. Mm. Okay, well, I think that is fair enough. If that's the role in their house that they have, like Elon Musk is, I don't know if you knew, but he's like a billionaire entrepreneur and he mm-hmm. owns Tesla. 25% of all the satellites in the sky. So quarter bit, quarter of the oh, working really? satellites belong to him mm. in the sky. He's working on SpaceX, he's busy. So if, what's his Maggie or what's his wife called? His partner or whatever? Surname's Grimes. Grimes, whatever. Okay, so Before his partner baby. is busy looking after baby and that's what she does or he does or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, then that's the role they play. If it's, mm-hmm. I, I think it's how it is. Like it's, I'm not saying because he's a male, he doesn't have to. I don't think that's a situation. He's just the person that does what he does and then the role in their relationship is the person at home, Grimes, is her role. Her yeah. role is her role and that's yeah. what it is. Like, our situation is most definitely not like that. For us, it's a very 50-50, very much 50-50. Like, you can say 50-50 with lots of things, though, couldn't you? Like 50-50, say, for example, Elon Musk is doing all of the work, bringing in all of the money, hmm. and then maybe the mother's do, bringing up the child. Yeah. Like, is that 50-50, or is it, should it be very split? How I guess can it you depends split on it? Your, yeah, exactly. How can you split it? Like, it's, it's impossible. I think if... if Let's say Grimes was the person running the satellite, and let's say that's a, well. I think that is a mom. I'm pretty sure he's married to a woman. Anyway, yeah. um, let's say mom was the person running the satellite and running Tesla and all that stuff, and Elon was at home, and that was the same thing. Like Grimes said, "Oh, babies are just eating pooping machines. I leave Elon to do all the work, and I just worry about this." Mm. Would that question have come up? Exactly. Would that question have come up? Okay. I don't think so. I think today's world is so obsessed with feminism and and homophobia, and it's become stupid. It's like people stop missing the point. Mm. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's if 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 people 
I think this is my own personal opinion. I don't really care what people think, and they can ask me. I don't That's really why care. I brought you here. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think people that people make racism, homophobia, um, feminism an issue when they start like going crazy about it, like making such a a point of it, like. Maybe it's because I was raised by women and I idolize what women do and I don't really see a male and a female as a an item or, or a, a gender difference. Mm. I just see my mom being probably the most influential person in my life or my grandmother being the most influential person in my life. I see that, that them as a person, not as a, a male or a female. So maybe maybe that I still see and that's why I'm, I'm just like, oh, why make such a fuss? Like, it's just a person. So Elon Musk... That person's role is doing that person. The other 50% of that household is doing that person's role. Mm. Had the agenda swapped around and that was the case, would that question have come up? I don't know. I doubt it. But I think that's just the way the household runs. And I can promise you they have thousands of nannies and people like this at hand. But I know what what the the question is, the same thing. Take it to home. Like, Like dads are working 12 hours a day on tools or in the office or whatever and mom's running everything at home I think that's like the metaphor that they're using there yeah. but yeah I think I think it's just it's it, a great point though that you brought up like but yeah um, I guess you just open a whole can of worms if you can <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah I, I just think yeah, I just I personally don't see gender I see people yeah and it doesn't matter Laura does Laura and Jim does Jim and Kylie does Kylie and you know yeah well that's it like it doesn't matter you know there's male pts that i know doing exactly the same thing as Mm -hmm. you but i don't see him being better than you because he's a male Mm. i just see you both doing what you guys do and what you guys do like as a person go look at radio presenters you know get males and females and they're just presenters i don't know anyway i'm not going to go dwell on that we talk about parenting yeah (laughs) (laughs) my point is like i think it depends on the household like i think you should weigh it up like it's obvious what what do you want the guy to do Different if he's thing. working 24 hours a day what what more do you want him to do mm-hmm. I don't think so exactly I think it's only fair like you need to think about it and anyway yeah what do you <laughs> what's the um, what are some of the things that you and Carly argue about since becoming parents um, not getting attention from each other oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah I think that's probably our biggest one is um, the fact that we um, we probably we give all our attention to Sunny, mm-hmm. um, and then we actually do spend, we do have time, like alone time, like we try and do that, like um, I've got rugby, Kylie's got gym, and she's got other things that she does um, with you guys, so you know, we, we both have our alone, alone quality time, but then the second we get together, it's all focused on Sunny and stuff like this, so we, we forget to actually engage with, with each mm-hmm. other, it's more like you know, even when even when you do start engaging, like even within conversation, um, you know you're distracted by Sunny or something else. And mm. but because Sunny occupies so much time, it's more noticeable. It's super hard for you as well, though, because you don't have any family support living here. Oh. So if you had that, I wondered if you would get more time together. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. You hear people with families and talk about you guys. How many times have you guys just sent Monty out and then just said, okay, well, night off. We've not had, well, we've had one night off when we went to South Africa. He mm-hmm. was four months old, three and a half, four months old. Mm. One night, my mom took, took care of him. We were back in, the, back in her house like 10 o'clock the next morning. So, so how do you handle it? Oh. 
like we fight it out, beat beat each other up. Beat each other, throw get some boxing gloves. Like, yeah, she she's throw uh, the TV out the window. Oh, she broke a, a beer bottle the other night. Oh she yeah, stabbed me in the eye. She's trying to glass yeah. you. <laughs> no, we um, it, it's tough. It is tough, and it builds up. It builds up, and quite often we get to a point where it's just like cascades down, and we just like down each other's throats and just like on the verge of throttling. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, we we try and talk it out and um and then but unfortunately just the nature of it i think it's just normal where things boil up and bottle up and then we just like to lash at each other but once that happens it's back to normal again (laughs) but yeah it does become a bit tedious but what can you do like we're in this situation and we chose the situation yeah you know so it's 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 very hard though isn't it because if you've never been a parent you don't really know how hard it's going to be until you actually become one because um, people can tell you how hard it is. Yeah. Claire actually, Claire, Kylie's friend, Claire, uh, told us the other day. Claire, if you're listening to this, I hope you don't mind. <laughs> um, she said to Kylie, I can't believe you didn't tell me how, how tough this would be the first two weeks. And Kylie's like, can't. I can't really remember anything because every week changes, especially in the start. But I'm asking to Kylie, no, man, think back. It was pretty tough. And But did we moan about it? Like, I don't think we... we delve too much in, in like moaning and say oh it's so bad because we signed up for it we knew we were prepared mm-hmm. we were like okay here it is at last this is what we have to do this mm-hmm. is our new life this is what we have to do this is what we're going to do end of story um, so I was saying to kind of there's so many nights where I sat there with that little rocker trying to like just get him to sleep in the start and the first three months was our toughest part where he couldn't sleep or, or didn't sleep it was only after then where he actually slept properly yeah so it's not always been an amazing sleeper. I don't I'm no. not that jealous. No, don't be that jealous. You're, we also don't have a genius child. Apparently, yeah, that's apparently true. Apparently, got a little Einstein, but it doesn't help Einstein. us sleep. Yeah, well, Einstein doesn't need to sleep. He's, he's going to be the next time. Elon Musk. Oh. He's, well, he's going to be working all day while his wife brings up a child. Yeah. <laughs> and you're saying that's okay or not okay? I don't know now. <laughs> hey, bringing it back, right? You know when you were just talking about get, building up that tension, getting angry with each other? Mm. I would love to know how you de-stress because to me you're always upbeat and bubbly and just you know you, you want to talk to everyone and just be around and do stuff but do you get stressed do you get really wound up and like, um, what do you do when you I, do I guess probably Kylie is the one that sees it the most um if I do um but yeah I, I, I always try and see the positive side of things in life like the silver linings like when the going gets like, like I said my upbringing wasn't great so like I've had it real tough so for me, I always think back and I'm like, nothing's been as tough as that. There's nothing as bad as that. But it's like, everything is a silver lining. Like, whatever we do is like, well, it's still not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I broke my arm. Oh, well, I still have another arm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, nothing's as bad. Like, there's people out there with 10 times worse issues. And you always have to think of that, I think. And mm-hmm. um, so I don't really, I still don't really stress about it about anything in life as such my sister always tells me I always think of life being so blase and I think it should be I think life should be blase I think you, you should live it to the fullest enjoy life enjoy what it is doesn't living in a massive mansion and a house and owning a quarter of space if that is your ultimate happiness great if if it stresses you out and you're working all these hours and you're losing weight and you and you don't have a life and you're depressed and all that then then that's not for you mm. but so I think life should be plus and whatever whatever it is that you do in life if you're a, an amazing engineer or a, 
or a surgeon or an Elon Musk, if you if that brings you complete and utter happiness and that means you're blasé, whatever it is, I mean that's what you should do. Yeah, so, definitely agree. Yeah, I think just like whatever makes you happy and but it's tough because if you're in a relationship you need to make sure everyone is blase with you or at least compensate to Mm -hmm. make sure the rest of them so that's always the tough part i think that's the thing isn't it um i'm going to ask you a couple of questions that we got from the mum's facebook group that i put out there um one was about this subject with commenting that the dad's don't take on the mental load that the mums do so you often hear that mums are doing stuff all around the house they've got this big to-do list at the end of the day dads are there just to chill and they don't see what needs to be done um the two blase you know yeah 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 i get that completely get that um okay that's not what i meant by blase <laughs> but um but yes <laughs> i see i completely see that and um I, I guess kylie is definitely more the organizer in the house as well but it doesn't mean that i don't have other responsibilities so keeping sunny away for an hour while she does whatever is in its own a massive job i think like imagine you had sunny or monty calling up you while you're busy cutting uh, this food prep and stuff like that for him now just because it's easier when she gets home and that um whereas i just whip something up real quick off the off the oven and it's like well the stove and I cook it all up and slam it all in and or if I always think the shop's just around the corner Kylie mm-hmm. calls me a wallet mom um she says yeah because I don't stress as long as I've got a nap in a wet bite <laughs> everything else is all right you know drinks water he eats whatever food so we've yep. got a bunch of grapes outside I'm just gonna pick him a grape off the tree he eats that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just get some berries out in the woods well exactly literally <laughs> yeah. he loves it uh, apples in the front he just picks yeah. an apple he literally walks the tree now and picks his own grapes yeah. so it's even better um, but keeping him busy and occupied is, is a mental challenge in its own like oh, it's a bit different as well for me and Kylie um, because I actually I, I work very casually so I see Sunny quite a lot. Mm. Um, I do do a lot of things with Sunny a lot. Okay, yes, still Kylie does the majority of the cooking and cleaning. But like again, I do a lot of stuff outside. We've got a fairly big garden, so and everything out there is is in really good condition. Mm. She can put out her blanket or her picnic blanket, whatever, any time of the week. Yeah. Lie on the grass. Sunny plays around in the grass. She's in rolling dog shit whenever. You know, it's all always clean. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked out like throughout the week she probably does like let's say a couple of hours work in the house mm. throughout the week maybe three okay let's say something like that whereas i do let's say an hour or an hour and after two in the garden sometimes it's more because i have to trim the hedge or do extra things and blah 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 but it always balances out to around about two let's say over a period of time so it's like an hour more of responsibility around the house that she does. So yeah, it is 30% more than me. But then in that 30% more, someone still needs to do another job. Mm. Look after Sonny, entertain him, take him. The other day she did a bunch of stuff. I went for a big cycle with him. I put him in the bike, strapped him in. I went for a big cycle, an hour and a half, whatever, came back. She was just about done. But she didn't have him crawling up her leg or whatever. So it's, but we have that understanding. We, and she has said to me before, oh, why don't you help me a bit more in the house? And I said to her, well, I, I would, but then can we get a gardener or something like that so mm. we can balance that out again? And then she realised, oh, yes, okay. Perfect. So I, I think what it boils down to is the communication yeah. between both. Because mm. the understanding seemed... of what 
but each job takes. Exactly, because the dad is obviously seeing him doing all of this work, and then the mum's seeing her doing all of this work, so it's like, you need to talk to each other. Mm. And then, yeah, and yeah, that's it, you're right. I mean, and again, some other dads like doing, like, I think Jim does all the kick cook cooking, doesn't he? Yeah. So, but you've got to entertain someone while he does the cooking, otherwise old mate just I'm the entertainment all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too genius. It's uh, it's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah. Genius doesn't look at a clown. <laughs> but yeah, so I think yeah, communication and I guess is the key. And we don't always do that, but I think it's more like naturally what we have to do, which is do because yeah, we both have pretty big responsibility on Sunny. We both do our thing. Like Kylie doesn't ever stop me from doing anything with Sunny, and I can do whatever, and she does whatever. Yeah. We don't ever. So, hey, you don't do that. You know, we both have freedom to do with him whatever we please. You say that you you don't you have more time with Sonny now that you're not working as often as you were. The first three months, yeah. But you, you were working at Flight Centre for... A, it was a full-time job, wasn't mm. it? And you still had a lot of time with Sonny, so that was... Um, not initially. It was actually quite coming home at about 5 or 6. Or, actually, it was 5.30, so 6, 6.30, because um, I was in the city. Yeah. So, 6.30 and... I think it was back to that usual routine where you get home and, you know, Kylie's been at home all day, but she was also on maternity leave, so mm. she was doing everything with Sunny, and she was also like, oh, we weren't full-time breastfeeding at the start. I think after two months, he was in the bottle already. He wasn't taking as well to that, so, um, yeah, so she was entertaining him and cooking and blah, 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 but again, I was out at seven and back at seven. Yeah. I was, you know, what, what, what do you want me to do? Do you think, like, some mum's comment how... They need oh, sorry, that's why I started the bath routine because I was, ah. um, I was like, I'm not getting, I personally said, I don't think I'm getting enough time with Sonny. I want to, I want to bath him and put him to bed every night. And that was, that's how that all started. Nice. Yeah, because I never got enough time with him. And in the start, we actually used to take him out on walks in the morning with, with Willow, the dog. Yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, that's faded away. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think... Because the mum's been working all day looking after the child and the housework, and the dad's been working all day at their job, well, how do you get that balance in the evening when the mum needs time on her own and the dad needs time on his own? Well, that's the thing. I come home at seven, first thing I do is I spend a bit of time with him, completely away from something where Kylie would sit on, her, on the couch just browsing through, I guess, her phone and shit like that mm -hmm. and watch some crap TV. Yeah. Um, I put him to shower. It, it actually helps me a bit because he's a bit bigger now. It's a bit harder to actually manhandle him, <laughs> get him dry, put him in the bed all by myself. So he, she just needs to kind of take By him the way, the people, no baby was harmed in the creation <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen me with Sonny? <laughs> <laughs> no manhandling, no shaking. <laughs> None of that. Um, but yeah, so now she helps me a bit. But like, I used to do the whole Sonny to bed, to shower, the whole routine. And so that gave her that. The second I came over, she was off. Nice. You know, so she did have that time. I think so, but yeah. I, I couldn't give more. What, what would happen if um, if that wasn't the case for a group like mum and dad? Like, Would you say that they just need to communicate with each other? Or how, like, if the mum's not getting that yeah, time? I guess, yeah. I guess. I mean, is that... Surely as a parent, you'd like to spend that time with the person, you know? I didn't get that from a dad. But um, my mom was very, very physical like that. She was always hugging and cuddling and, you know, sitting on her lap. And my grandmother was not probably as, physic as physical as that, but she was very attentive. So she was helping with homework and always 
you know, reading to you and, you know, had dinner ready. So that, that was the dynamic of the two of them. Mm. But I, I, I think as a parent, it doesn't matter which role you are, if you're male or female, it doesn't matter. But if you're the working one, surely you want to come home and try and do or spend as much time with this little person as much mm. as you can. Because this time is precious. Like every two seconds, he's growing a little bit older, you know. Tomorrow, he doesn't do the same things as he did yesterday, you know. So I, I, I just, yeah, I love spending every opportunity I can just to see him do something, learn something. Like, he's, he's shaking hands now. You know? oh, I mean, it's, it like sounds crazy. Man. He is. You put, you put your hand out, he shakes your hand. And he, he, doesn't, he doesn't do the first bump because he's not a gangster. But we do do high fives because right. he's a sports person. Of course. <laughs> they both can be playing rugby. Well, well, genius is going to coach him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if mum's struggling with, they just feel overwhelmed, they, they feel like they're doing everything... Um, what advice would you give them? Um, yeah, I guess talk to Javi and see maybe they are doing everything as well. Maybe maybe it's because no one is talking to each other that you can't see what the other one's doing. And because it's easy to... I, I can see why mom feels like they might be doing everything as well. If you're at a staff, like, like I say, it's a bit weird for me and Kylie because we both kind of stay at home, we both work and... You know, we both have equal kind of time and responsibility with something. But I reckon it's pretty hard um, for for person to person staying home with its mom or dad, stay-at-home dad or mom, when you've got just this one person to talk to all day and to communicate with, and that's your focus. And, you know, I mean, the, the reply you get like, hey, would you like a sandwich? You know, that, it's not a conversation. And it dry, like, I can imagine it drives you nuts. It drives me even nuts sometimes when I'm like, oh, Sonny, what do you want? You're nagging like this. Okay, bedtime. Not bedtime. <laughs> Milk? Meh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it's, it can drive you up the wall because that's the level of conversation you have. And it's hard work. It's like mentally straining. Like, how can I entertain this person? without talking and communicating. Mm. And, you know, I, I know friends that were very depressed um, with babies. She raised three kids. Um, that was her life at, at home all the time. My mum mate was working with me all that. But I think, yeah, communicating and seeing what the other person does. And, like, you know, like, where Saturdays, Kylie has the day to herself. Mm. And I look after Sunday the whole day. So she can actually go out and talk to people and stuff. Okay, she works every day. And he goes to daycare. But I think that's maybe a good one as well. Maybe Put that, into daycare. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's the and thing Go back to well. work. You get a lot of people up with mum guilt. Yeah. And they're just like, I, I shouldn't have time to myself. It's like, Fuck why? That. You're going to be a better parent. No, that, I, I honestly tell you now, for us, the second he went to daycare, instantly his, his um, education went up. Because mm-hmm. we can't think of all these clever things that I do. Like we do. I agree. But he, the the amount of stuff he started learning, he started walking like he was kind of cr- uh, like like um, kind of half standing, stumbling. But within a week or so, daycare walking, yeah. um, you know, plays with certain things, animals. We never taught him the word cat, but the next day he saw a cat. He was like cat, cat, yeah. cat, and we're like, where did where did you learn that? But daycare definitely definitely helped us a lot. But again, mums get guilt about putting their child in daycare shouldn't they be looking after their own child it's a it's a negative to put them in like this is all that's talked about great in saying that mm. but if you if you suddenly become all depressed and, and and all that kind of stuff then are you looking after that person or you're not actually doing worse than good um yes i think it's a bit of a double-edged sword there like you think you're doing the right thing but if you if you can get help 
and there's a system in Australia which is amazing compared to South Africa where mm. the government helps you a lot putting them in daycare. The education system is amazing here. Um, you know, I go to daycare and like, the old kids are playing, they're playing with rabbits and bunnies and I don't know what all, and it's fantastic. It's amazing. Like there's nothing, neither me nor Kylie can give him that kind of like attention or even education. Yeah. And I think he's... he's people's skills are much better as well he's always been quite sociable but like this amount of social like socialness is crazy he walks into the kitchen at daycare and then the, the chef there's name is sam he's like oh hello sonny and then like he he, he knows sonny and i asked him the other day it's like do you know all the babies by name he's like no this one especially walks around and comes here, says hello and stuff but it's he, he gets that confidence from going there and i think i think again maybe it's not for everyone but i, I don't think it's not worth trying if you don't try something you'll never know mm. You got to try it out. I think yeah. try something. If, if you're that depressed and stuff, I think give yourself a go. Give yourself a gaff, like a or a break. And just try and be blase about life. Go yeah. and enjoy it. It's going to send the bloody child there. That's what they're there for. These guys are bloody professionals. They get paid to do it. Yeah. Go out and enjoy. It. Have a glass of wine in the middle of the day. Fuck it. Whatever. Squash that mum guilt because yeah. what the hell. It's just yeah. too much. There's too much of that. I, I bet you a lot of people are going to say, "Oh yeah, it's easy for you to say," but. It, it is easy for me to say because I am and have been pretty much for the most of this year a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Well, Kylie started working full-time. There's a lot of time where I just stay at home. When Sunny was super sick about a month ago, like yeah. with a, um, a what you call it, cold sores that had gone in his mouth, I was at home the whole week, like stressed out, like taking care of him, medicining him, mm. sleeping him, all that kind of stuff. So I know. I know firsthand almost. So like you can you judge me if you want. But it's like I know. You said, it's, not, it's not a gender, is it? You're you're the one that's looking after. That's just the, the person. Moment. The yeah. person looking after him. The caretaker. Absolutely. But I mean, I could say that I would get mum girl. I mainly look after Monty. Yeah, you need to keep up the ass. Don't really. <laughs> like I'm going off to Melbourne for ten days. Good. Stuff like that, you know. That's amazing. It's how you. It's how you think about it. Is that the first time you've been like properly away? Properly away Ooh. since having Monty. I'm so proud of you. I know. It's a big step. But yeah. it's, good, it's good for him as well. Definitely. I know I'm going to get sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you come back skipping and jumping. I know. Yeah. I'm going to James oh, will be like I'm going to sleep again. <laughs> but oh, I'm going to be so, so, such a better mum. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll have, I'll just be inspired yeah. from growing my business. Yeah. Learning something new. Getting sleep. Like, yeah. coming back and then. Or doing something different to the norm. Doing something myself. It's like a, it's. To be fair, it's going to be like a bit of a holiday because yeah. even though you, you're doing your course and all that kind of stuff, it's different to the norm. Anything that's different to the norm is good for you. Yeah. Um, if you start getting, I said blase in life, but I do different things all the time. Yeah. I'm like crazy. But, but I love you, that, what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but if, you, if you're stuck in your ways and it just becomes routine and if you can't even remember what you did the previous day because it's such a routine, then yeah. you need to change something. Yeah. You need to change the direction or what it is that you do or or just do something different that day yeah put something to daycare sweet now i can go sleep all day or go for a hike okay. today or exactly. go to the cinema and go and eat a chocolate and eat some ice cream or whatever but it's not about putting your child in daycare and then great no. now i can do my chores no you do don't, something do don't feel like you should be cleaning up the house yeah. or doing I all think this so too. I agree. it's just i think just do something for yourself like do something if, if you on this amazing like eating plan or whatever I think it's the best thing sometimes to just go and, like break it and go and have an ice cream and go back to it again it just makes you feel better and enjoy it yeah, yeah. enjoy it like I'm not saying indulge or whatever but like fuck it indulge whatever what? just do enjoy you just don't you. feel guilty about it no I don't think you should 
And, uh, like you said, life's too short. Yeah. And that's the take home that I want people to leave with, actually, from mm. our having ending, coming to the end of our little conversation. I feel I've spoken a lot. I know. I feel I've, I, I feel this is my podcast today. Yeah, I think so. We're <laughs> going to call it the Juan Roo. The Juan and Only podcast. The Juan and Only podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think take so let's home. Let's chill and get real. Let's chill and get real. <laughs> I, think <laughs> I think the take home for today for mums. Yeah. is to communicate more yeah. with their partner. Try find something Find some new. fun. Yeah. Not, like, not have that mum guilt. Like, mm. allow yourself to have time to yourself. Yeah, communication, find time for yourself and not feel guilty about it. Um, and I guess, try and, like, I guess, let, let the dads do their thing. Like, let them, you know, I, th- I think a lot of times, like, I see, sorry, one more thing. Mm, yeah, guess. go for it. Um, a lot of, Dads are quite restricted to what they can do or can't do with baby. Um, I've seen that with my sister and them again. Um, you know, that they that she's very restricted to what her husband can do. But sometimes it's okay. Like, let the guy, just because it's a male, doesn't mean anything. Like, it just, it's just a person, that, it's a caretaker. Let them roll with it and run with it. And yeah. if, if they want to feed him or change his nappy in a different way or... or, or, or put him to bed and do it a different way to you to the way you do it like so what let, let surely it that's their right as well as the, the, the other parents absolutely there's two of you absolutely and if, if it doesn't work for the dad then fine yeah then let them figure it out let them if they're asking say hey what do you normally do then show them like, yeah let it be part of the process but I think that's great because then the dad could actually maybe bring on something new that the mum wouldn't have thought of yeah, and it actually works better yeah yeah exactly but it's allowing them to have that freedom freedom to mm. do what they're they want to do no, to raise their child yeah. as 50-50. I think so. Cool. And uh, I think growing up as well, the child or baby will then recognise both as equals instead of like, okay, that's what dad does. Because yeah. I know Kylie grew up in a house where mom was at home all the time and dad was working away all the time and mm. stuff like that. It was very mom and dad yeah. different. Well, I had a more your style, more my mum brought us up. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, ending it that way. <laughs> and in a nutshell. And in a nutshell, we're done. Okay, thanks so much for big, coming on. Um, very big pleasure. Hope amazing. I didn't mumble too much, and I hope. Well, we'll find out. We'll hope I didn't offend too many moms out there. But if these, I get uh, ridiculous amount of voice messages saying you're a fucking idiot, then yeah. we'll see. Yeah, that's fair enough. And again, I don't really care. Exactly. I'm not bothered. <laughs> My face but no, no. To be bothered. honest, I'm not there to offend anyone. I'm just saying that's how we do it. So whatever. Thank you so much. Big pleasure. Bye.